0: Hi there. Yeah, Nadine, you're here. I'm waiting for Jackie's punk ass. You uh-huh. see Jackie fucking around. But in the meantime, the good and bad podcast show I'm the host, you know, Jeff Ethan, blah blah. Anyways, um whenever I guess whenever Jackie decides to join, she'll join, I guess. Anyways, I. Right. Sorry for the pause, ladies and gentlemen. J- now she's asking me, how does this work? I'm here. Hey! I'm
1: here.
0: Jackie, you figured it out?
1: <laughs> I came in a little bit too early, is what it was.
0: Man, on, man, all right? Yo, so first and foremost... Y'all can meet each other. Uh, um, I got Nadine and Jackie here. Hey, Jackie De La Ghetto meeting Nadine Swahili. Yeah. Oh, De La Ghetto. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi,
1: Nadine. Nice to meet you.
0: Likewise. <laughs> All right. Listen, FYI, it's De La Cruz and Shwery. Okay. So I just like that last name so I fuck with. You, all right. Gotcha. I'll figure something out right, to get back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what is it. We're going to have some fun. We got some fun, all right? Cuz I'm I'm bored stiff today, all right? So the first, one of the things I wanted to talk about is Jackie, you were married for 20 years, am I correct? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And Nadine, you've been married twice. I don't know for like how long. You can tell us that.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one was for about seven years, and the second one was short and sweet. It was about two.
0: Two years. So, Mm -hmm. so my first question goes to you, Nadine. You know what I mean? And you know, and like I said, I don't have to answer any questions that I don't want to, you know, answer. You know. So, um, my first question is: So you were married twice, Mm -hmm. and. One was, you said one seven years, one two years. That's kind of a total of nine. So how long did you wait in between before you got married again?
2: Well, my first marriage was 2002 to 2009. So my second marriage was 2017.
0: Oh. So I okay. eight years. You know? so is it okay for me to ask you um, the? you like, can
2: ask away if there's anything that I, I need to be careful with answering I'll, 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 st- I'll always answer
0: all right. I'll just
2: kind of answer
0: so what you know what to where you were married twice and divorced twice you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm so, basically, you're asking why they ended? Yeah. Ooh, Jeff, you're getting in the wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that the easy answer is that, that there was a huge breakdown in trust in both circumstances, you know? So, uh, you know, uh, I'm not one, you know, it's funny. I was just having this conversation with someone recently, Even I have three children from my first marriage. They're teenagers. Uh, You know, all they know is that their mom and dad are happier and healthier now that we're apart. Um, They were young when this all happened. I don't get into what their dad did or, you know, what I did. Um, You know, that's not my business to change how they perceive their father. So the easiest and most respectful answer is there was a huge breach in trust.
0: In both you said
2: in both marriages yes
0: so so knowing that you know that you know knowing that happened in your marriage are you do you still want to get married again
2: you know for me i don't think that there's necessarily a need to i didn't even feel the need to get married a second time it was very important to the person that i was with and i knew that i wanted to be with them Um, But, you know, for me, based on what type of, you know, based on my circumstances, it doesn't matter how big that ring is you have on your finger or how many people you invited to your wedding or signatures are on your marriage license. If someone's going to breach that trust, they're going to breach it. Um, So for me, it was more about how I was treated and that mutual respect and trust and it had nothing to do with the title again maybe that's different for me because i already had three kids i already had a house i have a a career I'm, i'm a very independent person in the first place so maybe i i i look at that differently than other people i don't know but i did do it again a second time um you know it to to be more specific, the first one was uh, an adultery a, adultery situation. Uh, the second one was not. Um, you know that person had a lot of struggles and demons that they needed to work out. And I, I guess another big undertone is that I have very strong convictions, and I have three teenagers growing up in this house. And if the parental role models are not the best that they can be and if i'm giving more time and attention trying to take care of a spouse a grown-ass man instead of three children who need me that's not a marriage and that's not where my priorities could be i asked him to try and change get some help fix his issues and he couldn't and that just wasn't a situation that i felt safe in anymore
0: okay so so, so you say you don't feel like there's a reason to get married a third time. Why? Why is that? Is it is it the trust factor?
2: No, I mean for me, everything that I can offer a person can happen without a marriage license. It can. It, it doesn't matter to me how many people witnessed this marriage, how big that ring is, how many people were there. Um, I'm I'm not interested in sharing. You know, I have no problem if someone wants to be here days a week that I'm in a relationship with, but my kids have a healthy relationship with their dad. They don't need a father figure. I don't need a bigger house. I don't need that money. And, you know, for me, the marriage isn't what I need. It's I look forward to finding someone that has earned my respect and trust that I want to spend day after day with to me that doesn't have to be a marriage at this point maybe i would feel differently if i didn't have kids or if i didn't have you know a a house that for me it's very important that my kids stay at home for continuity this is where they were born and raised and until they are grown up and old enough they choose to move out i'm not going to do that for some move to a bigger and better house somewhere you know
0: yeah Jackie my
2: priority oh. is my child not a man and maybe that's why the second marriage didn't work out Yeah true it
0: Jackie what about you like um you know i mean i know why you know we've talked about this so if you want to share you can but you know why did it end and do you are you are you do you still have an open mind of like you know possibly getting married again or no
1: So um So I was married for 20 years and that is a pretty long time. And I endure a lot of infidelity, um, even, um, domestic abuse and, and, and I continue to try, um, to me, it ended because after 20 years, (laughs) I was like, okay, enough is enough. And actually not really. He, he left with a friend of mine and, and that was the best thing that could have happened. And they're living together now, and and I'm happy. Um, I will definitely get married again, white dress and all of that, and yeah,
0: I would. So, so okay. So, with that being said, you would. So, what do you think you'll do differently if there's anything to do differently in your next marriage that you possibly that you probably. You know, didn't do in your first marriage for that for it to be either, you know, long lasting or you know, just for it to be or different. to work.
1: So one of the things that so when I I left my my ex and in the in the month obviously this, and this happens a lot. Not in every woman, like you start to, you know, it hurts. Like you know, breakups hurt. You you're confused. Like especially um 20 years later, four kids later, and you're like, this this was my whole life. You know what I mean? I was a stay at home mom for a couple of years. And all I knew was my family, my church, everything, all of that. So it's like everything changed, including friends, you know, because what happens is that friends pick a side and and you lose some people, which which is kind of like not a loss for me. But for me, um why I would because I took I took some time to and I'm still in that process to not only heal from that um, relationship but to learn the true meaning of self-love sometimes we think self-love is like you know doing your eyebrows doing your hair getting a massage and all of that although that is a form of self-love but being able to be on my own and be happy on my own content that I don't need anyone um, more like it's an addition to my life. Um, that's when I knew like I could move forward and, and have a partner. You know what I mean? Just, just by knowing, se- being secure in myself. So yeah. And, okay. and Adina, I have a question though. Um, not though, but I have a question. Yeah. How long did it take for you to, when you, when you left that first partner, how long did it take for you to um
2: get married again so i that was 2002 uh, i'm sorry 2009 to 2017 so i mean i did so my first marriage again it was adultery it was also a, a friend of the family jackie um, it was some, it was one of my sister's best friends. It was someone who was at our wedding. It was someone who was at our son's first birthday party. And, um, you know, and it was pretty devastating how I figured it all out too. But, you know, after that, I ended up pretty quickly in a relationship that wasn't a match with someone from my past, um, and that was about four years as well. So this whole single game, I have to agree with you. I think that it's important to take some time and and reflect and, and focus on self-love if you want to call it that like you did it's um, that for me was 2012 until 2015. I took about three years where yeah I might have casually dated and stuff, but I wasn't looking for anything. And, you know, that's when I met my second husband. And, you know, it, it was, it, it was a great relationship, you know, looking back on it, I think it it moved quickly. Um, I should have seen the, the signs or the challenges that, that he had a, you know, he had basically had a big problem with drinking. And I think everyone has a problem with drinking because I, I don't drink a lot. Um, and, you know, that turned into a marriage and it, into a marriage with problems because of that drinking and that's that's not a role model that I want around my kids and because of the drinking there was a lot of manipulation there was a lot of isolation there was no relationship with my children um and you know I was I was becoming that person who I lost sight of my kids my friends my family and you know it it was very toxic alcoholic based relationship. And, and I got out, you know, I I tried to stay in it and things got really bad, um, from a safety standpoint before they got, and they didn't get better. So, you know, at that point I let it get worse than it should have. And I finally said, I'm not going to do this anymore. And that wasn't just for me. That was, that was for the kids. That was for the example that I set for them. Um, so that was really important for me, and I think that's why I'm okay. It's been over a year now since I made that decision to leave that relate that marriage, and I'm okay with that. You know, every day I'm more at peace with it. There's no what ifs, or um, it's not my job to fix grown grown adults. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: true. I definitely I, I definitely agree with that. Like everybody, if you're an adult, you should fix yourself and i don't know what man that's in his right mind would be okay with another woman fixing him unless it's professional help but that's Mm -hmm. a that's a whole other topic all right but to answer other listeners you know i mean you know the listeners if they're asking this question in their head like you know with me nope never been married do I plan on getting married? Yes, I do. One day, I would I would love to get married, but I would like for it to be one and done. In other words, I get married once, and we don't ever get divorced. Now, that's not a promise. That's not a guarantee. But that I I do promise that I will do everything I can to make sure that I don't get divorced. But if a divorce happens, I'm not getting married again. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm on a I'm on a I, I have a whole other like belief when it comes to you know um marriage so that's that but let's move on to uh, another topic all right so knowing that y'all both have dated have both been in relationships what is the would you say is the craziest thing a man has done to try and get y'all back like you were in a relationship with him or dating broke up And you, this guy was trying to get you back. What's the, okay, how's this? What's the craziest and or most romantic thing a guy has done to try and, you know, get you back? Let's go Jackie first. (laughs) I wish
1: you didn't, but because I really don't have um, any story of like trying to get me back. Um, Again, when I left that marriage, um, he knew I was done. You know what I mean? Like, and again, we're talking about uh, a relationship that was um, a violence. So the last thing I did was put a restraining order. Obviously, there was a lot of like power struggle um because he didn't see me as his wife. He saw me as his property. Um so you could see how that goes with that. Um, and in the yeah. in the time that I've been single, um which been, it's been like five or six years, um, literally, and 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 that I've gotten away away from him. It's been like two years that we, you know, there's nothing, nothing there, and a year of no communication at all. But for me, like I haven't, I do see someone, and I, I, you know, just so that person don't get in their feelings or anything. They hear this podcast, I do see someone, and I do have feelings, whatever. Um, but I'm just, you know. I'm so careful about um, labels, titles, right? Like, that's why I know moving forward when I do end up in a relationship or in a, in a, ma- in a relationship which it's definitely going to lead to marriage, I know it's going to be the one. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, even even a person that I'm, I'm seeing right now, they've never met my children or stuff like that because, you know, I need to get to know you. I want to get to know every any, any detail about you. And that's why I think friendship is so important in relationships. So I don't have anybody doing any crazy stuff for me other than I've had many admirers who are stalkers, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> now, now, I'm not just saying your husband. No, yeah. I'm saying like maybe maybe before your husband, you had a, a relationship, a boyfriend. and
1: I'm only 38 and I was married and- for 20 years. Um, I was pretty young. Oh,
0: you know? okay. So, yeah married since 18
1: yeah (laughs) way before that so i was pretty young mom and 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 a wife so i never had that was my only man like you know that's it
0: how long were you with them before you got um, before you got married
1: um like from february to july so a couple of months
0: You got married. Well, circle, uh. there was
1: it's things that happened. Like at that age, my mom tragically died in that accident. I, you know what I mean. Like it, and it brought us together. Like, and then we were together ever since. Um. So yeah, my story is very unique. I haven't really, I haven't really been with. I mean, like, dated any men out from after my marriage. No. I've seen other. I've seen guys, but that's about it.
0: Okay, you know we we gonna we gonna save that for another day. Then the whole you said <laughs> you said your story is unique. You know, like
1: walking on the street, I <laughs> see the hey, guys. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> nah, but I'm saying you said because your story is unique, so I'm like, all right, we go we gonna talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. Nadine,
2: so your question of you know what have people done to you know try and win you back? Yeah, I mean, really, craziest.
0: And there, or most romantic.
2: I really don't think there has been much, Jeff. I think mostly because I have a very high tolerance for putting up with people's shit. So when I'm done, you're done. Like they know I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so done. Like it went beyond what it ever should have gone to, um, and they know that they don't have a leg to stand on. So. Um, You know, aside from maybe, you know, getting some flowers or some little gifts, there's been there's been nothing. I mean, or, you know, again, I've had my ex try and talk to my my father. I love that they go to my father, (laughs) You know, my father, the the one who will give me, you know, the the voice of reason. And, um, you know, I can remember my dad telling me, you know, well, you shouldn't you shouldn't get divorced the first time. And I said, dad, I said, he cheated on me. I said, you know, um, we tried marriage counseling. We tried individual counseling. We even we even ended up having another baby together. But here I am years later. And I promised for me, I mentally promised myself, I wasn't going to go into that next chapter of my life into my 30s living a lie. And I wasn't happy. And I couldn't get over that that fact that he cheated on me. So I explained that to my dad, and I can remember him saying, "Well, you, you know, you you pretended for so long. I think you just need to keep mm. doing that." And really? For yeah.
0: yeah. Why? So
2: that that's that's when I got into the details and. Um, I don't even know if it's appropriate to say on, on here how I found out that my husband was cheating on me. So I'll, I'll, I'll spare you the details, but I went into those gritty details with my father. And that's when he said, well, I just think that you, you hit it for so long, you should keep doing it for the kids. sake." Oh. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I don't, I don't want my kids growing up thinking it's okay to live a lie and I have such strong beliefs about what's right and wrong that if I'm doing something that doesn't feel right, it's like corrosive to my soul. It's eating me apart and I can't live a life like that. I refuse to.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel you in that. But so, so my question with that is, is, like, why did you, Oh no, actually you already answered it. I'm sorry. I was going to say, why did your dad want you to keep pretending, but it was for the kids. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it always comes down to. But just like you said, you didn't want your kids growing up thinking that it was okay to, li- you know, live a lie. So,
2: and and you know, my father is Middle Eastern and old school. You know, I really think looking back on it, he was a lot of the reason that I got married the second time. For him, he. Being single is synonymous with being alone and lonely and sad and, and incomplete. And he didn't understand that I'm I'm more okay right now than I was in an unhealthy marriage either time. And he finally sees that. I think, you know, once, once he heard some of the, the details that really put me in an unsafe, unnecessary situation the second time around... Um he no one would ever want that for their daughter. And he learned to to break that correlation between being in a marriage and being happy because that's that's not always what it is. Yeah, that's true. And that's okay. If it, if it can be, that's awesome. But if it can't, you shouldn't stay with it just because of that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've I know people who've stayed married just for the kids and it was so toxic
1: i did for a while i did mm-hmm. um and and not only not only for the kids too financially sometimes is 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 hard to true you know to think that you could give your kids a better life outside of that but boy was i wrong you know and for anybody who is listening there's definitely more than enough um i mean there you can you can do it you could definitely do it. It definitely doesn't feel like it, and people and and it's and the person you're probably trying to leave will tell you you can't do it. But boy, are they wrong, and boy, am I happy and doing even more now.
0: That's true. That's real true. Now, for me, I've had my fair shares of um trying to actually knock on me. I can count kind on of one hand. How many times I have when I was dating or in a relationship with with a woman and we break up and I try and get her back. Um, I've never done anything. I've never done anything crazy. I stay away from crazy. Um, most romantic. I, I wouldn't say I've done anything romantic. I've done stuff like, you know, you know, write, you know, write letters, emails, you know, like sweet you know text messages you know send flowers but ultimately i've learned i've learned that none of that stuff works yeah in my in in my opinion i've learned that yo listen none of that stuff works my my problem with that is is i always feel as if i you know what if i sit there and i try and get her back by doing this and that in the end if she does not want me back i just wasted my time you know what i mean i just wasted not only did i waste my time i dated i mean i wasted my time i wasted um resource it, 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 it mentally you know got me tired and in the end i feel like you know what i'm the one who's really getting hurt yep because i kind of feel like a sucker Yep. you know what i mean like yo and i think the other thing that really gets me is in my head i'm thinking all right, you know what? While I'm doing all this, I'm sending her emails or letters or mailing her things or you know buying things, whatever the case may be. What is she? What is she doing when she receives this? Is she looking at it and saying like, "Oh, this guy," ugh, and, th- and throwing it away? Because if that's the case, you know what, Jeff, you're a fucking idiot. No, because <laughs> you know, what not, I mean? not so, really.
1: You can't say you're an idiot. Those, that's what you feel right at that moment. That those are your intentions, Then you did it. It doesn't mean that you're an idiot. It's an, I mean, if you, if she responds and says stop or whatever and you keep doing it, then I'm like, you're such an idiot. You know what I mean? But at that time, it's exactly what you did to think that you were, you know, trying to pursue the girl
2: again. Well, see, it's interesting, though. You said something, Jeff, like I never look at the amount of time and Jackie, I don't know how you feel about this, but I don't ever look at the amount of time that I spent in a marriage or trying to save or fix a marriage as wasted. I just look at it as a, Uh a chapter and a lesson learned and there's no regrets and no remorse. If I said, Oh, I never wish I got married the first time. I wouldn't have those three amazing kids in my life. So there's no regrets. You just have to learn from it. But you said, you said something else about, you know, the, the gifts and the trying. I just think that as grown adults, when someone's made a decision that the relationship is no longer working for them, I don't believe in the chase. I'm not the type of person that wants someone to to beg for my forgiveness or for me to take them back. They're, like I said, I tolerate a lot of shit. So I have that high tolerance. When I'm done, I'm done. Shame on... I, Shame on any woman for wanting the chase. You shouldn't have to put your foot down and end a relationship to get a get an apology or get a get a gift out of the deal. I, I I think that's a waste of time. I you know if you apologized for not being perfect throughout the relationship, if it ends, it ends. You shouldn't have any type of redemption or or trying to win her back. I I could Here, think and back actually know. When, and. And I could tell you what I was thinking and
1: feeling at that moment when they actually, my ex did do something um, to try because this was we were living in Florida. I had discovered already of a full blown affair that he's having uh, with the woman that he's with now um, and still a couple of months after the whole thing. He, he we were not completely separate, but he was back and forth. It was it's weird a weird situation but he did what he did was I was living in in an apartment complex and then he came and he bought me a four bedroom house with a pool everything and what that did was because I did move to the house because I was like hell yeah I'm moving over there from here Um, and but my plan was to keep he could stay out but that didn't happen like that but it only took from November to maybe March for me to just for that to even end because it was just um, mm. you know, it was, he, he told me oh, you know, she's gone this is us, this is new, this is what we're gonna do fresh, and again, the guy's really good, he has a a, a master communication from uh, from Boston College, so this dude he will sell you ice to ice an Iceman sometime. like, you know what I mean, like he's good and yeah. I, not only is he good, I love my family, I love my kids it's four children. I was like, you know, I've I dealt with so much. What's, you know, we could just figure it out. And, yeah, he bought me a house. And for a couple of months later, the house was gone again. I mean, we I left the house.
0: So... I asked the I asked the question. What's the most craziest or uh, romantic thing a guy has done to try to get you back? <laughs> Jackie. Oh, I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, nothing really. The dude bought her a house.
1: I just remembered.
0: <laughs> I just me, I'm not buying me. If that was me, you're not even getting a, a fucking chair to put in that house. All right. Why? So, that's that's wild. Well, it de- it it, it depends. It depends.
1: It you know didn't I mean, mean it's anything like, because it, you know why I tell you I I forget it because it didn't mean shit. He, she wasn't gone. He was still with her. So to me, it was nothing. It was just like bullshit. Yeah.
0: yeah, I see what you're saying. You know why it was. You know how you say it's it's bullshit. I I definitely it was just his way of let me let me um let me keep let me make her happy, but at the same time you know, put a, you know, put a mask over her eyes, like, um, you know, blindfold her so that way she'll be happy that she has this house and I can still do what I'm doing. Well,
1: he, and he, yeah, exactly. So he could continue having that because, again, the woman that he was with, she was aware of me, my family, my kids, and she was okay with it. That makes it a little even harder. Um, You know what? I, I get so annoyed because I really don't, I, I feel like she did me the hugest favor ever
0: she did mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason
1: yeah you
0: know what i'm saying so she definitely you know um you know did your favor now i did not know you when you were married but i will say no you know having know. been known you you know what i mean you being such a like you know such a strong woman you know and prideful woman i'm guessing that's because of what you've been through in your marriage and as a mother?
1: Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, it definitely changes you. But you know what, though? I, I, one thing that's for sure, and, and I, that I said I wasn't going to carry after this, was bitterness or, or bring that pain into my, you know, moving forward. So that's why it was important, yeah. very important for me to heal um, so that I am whole um, for someone else. You know what I mean? And and not not bring all those insecurities, or all that craziness into um, a next relationship. That's definitely a no no. So I'm a very positive person as well. And that has also it, it's like um, Nadine said, I, I really, as you said earlier, like, you know, it's, it's not all a loss, but there was things that and I do want pe- women and men to really do. Believe uh, take heed in this because you think like oh you know it was 20 years I got my kids out of that whatever but you know what there was things that I didn't need to put up with there was things that I didn't need to endure and that that I I stand fully on you know what I mean so that now I do know different from that and moving forward that's why like it's gonna take me a long time for me to even say yeah I do because we ha- we have to figure out if we really want to be f- committed to this.
0: Nadine, you still there? Yes. Let me ask you this, right? Um obviously now, you know, you're no longer, you know, on the dating app. so you you were obviously on the dating apps for what, 3 years? Cuz you got out of your last marriage in 2017, am I correct?
2: No, I got married in 2017. Oh, yeah. so we yeah. So that was less than two years that we were married. Oh,
0: okay. So then, or
2: two years that we were married. So we, we, um, we separated after right after the first of the year in 2019.
0: So how long were you on the um? How long were you on the dating apps and dating for?
2: Uh, this time around, on and off, um, from probably what like June until recently
0: okay so june until the,
2: nine months yeah
0: so in that nine months how many dates would you say you've been on
2: um not many this time around um maybe seven or eight at the most
0: all right so in the seven and eight so in the seven to eight dates you've been on what would you say was the reason like hey you know what seven to eight none of them were uh, were a match or didn't work out
2: um i mean really all for different reasons you know early on maybe because i wasn't ready um you know a lot of people are just as busy that you know, like as you get older and you work sometimes two jobs and both people have kids or busy jobs in general it's like trying to jump into a game of double dutch jump rope like do you have your kids this weekend i don't have my kids this weekend i'm not working great let's try and get together it's it's hard um, and you know i you know based on coming out of a marriage that wasn't safe for i i couldn't necessarily ch- trust I needed to heal. I couldn't trust meeting new people. I actually, you know, went backwards, not with people that I had dated before, but um, ended up connecting with people that um, I knew for a long time. And yes, it ended up being something more sexually, but I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that has more to do with feeling safe with someone when you were in a relationship where you weren't feeling safe anymore Um, so, you know, I'd say over the past 12 months, you know, there's been a lot of healing, a lot of, um, coming to peace with what happened and, and, and how to move forward. And, you know, one of the the biggest things that I think, I know you and Jackie both said it, like for you, you want that highest level of a relationship, the way we look at it, which is, which is a marriage. And, I stopped looking at it that way because if I did, because I don't want that, it looks as if I don't want the best for myself or that I'm failing because I, I'm not married or because my marriages didn't work out. And I think I chose this instead of looking at it like this vertical level of achievement, you know, casual sex, just dating and then marriage on top, that highest level. I've sort of turned that perception on its side and I look at it more vertically. And what is my comfort zone? And my comfort zone might not be pointless, pointless, compassionate sex with a stranger, but it certainly isn't married right now either. And that's okay. And when you turn it vertically on its side, I do think that you're not, it's okay to be where you're at instead of feeling like, you're not good enough because you're not married yet or married again.
0: Yeah, I hear what you yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying. Now, I mean I would ask you the same question, Jackie, but you even said it you're singing someone.
1: Um
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you meet him you meet him off the dating app. Um, yeah. I like Jackie. There. She's like, she's like mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know,
1: you know what it is because there's You know, there's no title to us. We're friends. Um, I do appreciate him. Um, I hope he appreciates me and and I don't want to disrespect them. We're, you know, kind of exclusive right now. So, yeah, but I did meet him. Do you know that for a fact? That conversation was had. Um, So, oh, um, it was? Okay. I worry about me always. Um, But I did meet him on Bumble. And that was maybe almost two years ago. Um, what was the question again?
0: <laughs> well, what now, was the question? Now you got me. Oh, oh, the question was you know, when you obviously got out of your marriage and you know, and you jumped on like the dating apps, you know, I was gonna say, how many dates have you been on and why did none of them work? But oh, but wait,
1: you're, wait, no, you're, no, you're i are seeing have, someone. Oh, no, this is I, that person knows. I, 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 okay, so automatically when I got on the app, I knew I did I wasn't looking for no relationship. Um I I I still don't want a relationship. Um I was having fun and I've went on a few dates and it was a lot of fun and I don't regret it. And I'm actually smiling about it right now. Um so yeah it, but it was a it, you know why? Because I know exactly what I wanted. I know exactly what I wanted. So and I
0: got it. Okay, so let me ask you this though. You said you just said you don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Then what is the point? But you said you and him had the conversation and y'all are both being exclusive. What's the point of being exclusive if you don't want a relationship?
1: It's it's the responsibility of you know what I mean? Like, I don't want I guess we both don't want the responsibility of a relationship. You know what I mean? It's it's complicated, okay, Jeff?
0: It really is. Because I'm because even me i'm like what i'm like how do you because if i'm if, if i'm talking to a woman I, and she tells me i
2: think it's complicated i don't think it's complicated jackie again <laughs> i was explaining the end, you look at you know different levels and and or or comfort zones it could be absolute casual sex that means you don't share a damn thing except your private parts and that might not be where you're at with this person but after that might be casual sex you might share yourself intimately and get into it and enjoy it and and want to know how that person's day was but maybe you want to do that with three or four <laughs> people and there's nothing that either but then that next level is you're sharing yourself intimately with that person and you've chosen to be exclusive and then after that it is a relationship if you chose to bring it to that next zone and that would be, you know, opening mm-hmm. up more. And maybe you're just ready to do that yet. And that's I, I okay. love
1: the way you put it because it's exactly the way I see it. You know what I mean? There's levels. Mm-hmm. And right now we're we're in this level. And and if and if we reach the next level, cool. And if it's if it doesn't, then mm-hmm. thank you for the experience. Thank you for the time. See, this moment right now that I'm living is like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm living it very intentional. So there's 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 a lot of um, things that I, I'm not regretting because it's all, I grow from them. You know what I mean? And I'm in a totally mm-hmm. different space. So um, I know exactly what I'm doing now. Well, I'd like to believe, um, you know, so.
2: <laughs> well, that's why I told myself, I'm not going to look at it as a vertical, you know, column with levels I I know we keep saying that but instead I've turned it horizontally on its side and it's just a comfort zone because you know what if you want to stay in this zone for the next 20 years there's nothing wrong with that if you look at it as a level you almost feel pressure to move on and you shouldn't if they're good and he's good and you both know what your intentions are there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that and I was the
1: one who who actually um after having like a few conversations, like brief conversations about like what we were, because we know it wasn't norm like something it wasn't a casual thing. It was becoming more of like, okay, let's go to sitfa let's go here, let's do this. Um, so it was becoming something more. Um, but then when it was becoming something more, it was it felt uncomfortable too. You know what I mean? Something more of like into deep. So I do So with
2: Consistently yep. casual and it this way, if you have that understanding, you don't have to wear protection. If you don't want to, you don't have to worry about where he's been. He doesn't need to worry Perfect. about where you've been. And again, even that we've both been married where that, that should have been the, the, the vow that, that we took and we were in positions where that couldn't be honored. But if you have that relationship or the the conversation. I I think that if you're honest with your intentions, it's the least you can expect yep. from someone. I totally agree. Yeah,
0: right. That's a nice, <laughs> good way to put it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Good way to put it. But but I don't know. I guess I think differently. But thank you for opening up my mind about that. With you know, with the whole you know, being exclusive but not. Being not wanting to be in a relationship. I'm a relationship guy. You know what I'm saying? So, but
1: but mm-hmm. you, you say that. But when was the last time you were in a relationship? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jackie, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm just
1: I'm just stating the obvious. You know, maybe you should take a different approach moving forward. Do it horizontal. <laughs> so, the-
2: <laughs>
0: oh, oh man, why did I have you two both on here together? Yeah. To <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so open right, your so mind, you or, or
1: you to help us, you know, open our mind. It's just, you
0: know. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you did that. All right, but I'll tell you this the last relationship. That I was in, I, me- I I messed up in. You know what I'm saying? I messed up in it. Um, I'm not going to go into details. Do not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I messed up in it, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to right my wrong. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I can say. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's all I can say. That's all I will say. Um, if things if things get better. If things get good, then I can possibly have her on, on this, uh, you know what I mean? Like, do a podcast episode with me. You know what I mean? So we, How long ago yeah. so
2: was that, Jeff?
0: Um, Yesterday. About two. Yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's, that, that's funny. That's <laughs> funny. Yo, listen, it was two months ago. Uh, okay. It was two months ago. Um. B- b- no, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Two months ago. Two months ago. Because uh, we're in April, I'm thinking we're in May. You know what I mean? God forbid. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's was still April. So march yeah. So it's definitely two months ago. And you know, I'm trying to, trying to you know, right, right my wrong, and let's see what happens if. If I end up writing my wrong and things go well, then, hey, you know what? I'll come back on here on this episode and, you know, I'll I'll talk about it until then. Got to respect people's privacy. You know what I mean? Because I'll tell you what. And, and 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 I was talking to you about this, Jackie, where I told you, I, you know, I felt like a dickhead when I don't think you heard this episode, Nadine, but I had done an episode um, back in uh, February and it was called the name of the episode was called Am I Wrong for That? And Mm -hmm. after, you know, with the whole quarantine and me having all the time to myself to actually sit back and think, I said to myself, I was wrong for that. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I since then, I talked to Jackie about it. I since then deleted the episode. You know what I mean? Deleted it. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, you know what, Jeff, don't make that mistake again. You know what I mean? Because you were acting. If I
2: can give you some weekly advice. You said the term "right" to right your wrong. Many times women aren't looking for you to go back and make right on something. It's more important that you just learn from it moving forward. Absolutely. Because oftentimes when people are in a fight or something broke down and you try to make right, a lot of times that's almost like when people say they're sorry and they don't mean it. Instead of saying it or, or making that wrong a right, just show them moving forward it it's better to show it than to say it or or to to fix that one circumstance because guess what if, if you try and fix that instead of fixing the bigger problem the same shit's gonna keep breaking down
0: and you know what you know you're definitely right about that and that's and that's is how i meant it i didn't really mean it like all right well let me go and fix what i did it was it's more of me just trying to show and prove that it was a it could be an unforgivable mistake that I made, but it's a mistake that will not ever be made again. And let me show and prove that, let me let me show and prove that I learned from that mistake and that mistake won't ever happen again. So, you know, to be continued, we'll see, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. you know, ladies, this was bomb. I'm glad I did this, you know what I mean? So we definitely need to do this uh, more often. Jackie, yeah. you feel better?
1: Yeah, to for real, I do.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm not gonna put Jackie's business out there, but you know, she was feeling a little bit under the weather, and I was like, you know what, Jackie, I'm gonna make you. You know what? Let me help you take your mind off things. Let's do a podcast episode. Yeah.
1: That's one question, good. Jackie.
0: I mean, one question. You said earlier, all right, I'm just out getting medicine, and I'll be home soon. Is this medicine weed? <laughs> <laughs> the- it's, it's legal in Mass. It's legal in Massachusetts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I want to get some weed to the blunt to smoke before I go to sleep because things that's that's what I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's legal. so we can any you smoke weed?
2: I don't smoke it once in a while, I'll buy edibles, but
0: yeah, I don't the, sm-
2: the smoking kills me now
0: yeah i don't do i, I, I don't do none of that more. i don't i don't i don't smoke weed i don't do any drugs i don't You're drink Listen, my-
2: no, just <laughs> kidding. <Just> kidding. <laughs> the
0: most damage the most damage i do to this body is the junk food that i eat you know what i'm saying so
2: oh we're all there with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and you know and i'm i'm slowly i've been slowly like um uh, weaving myself off of that like i stopped drinking soda you know what I mean. So that's one. I stopped eating like all these, like you know, like cupcakes, cakes, and all that stuff. That's two. So it's little by little. I gotta do these things. But once again, ladies, thank you so much. You know what I mean.
2: Thank you.
0: We're definitely thank you. Thank
1: you. very nice to meet you as well, Nadine.
0: So y'all, are, <laughs> y'all are up for doing this again?
1: Totally. Why not?
0: Yeah. Good time. All here. right. Perfect. Well. Signing out the good and bad podcast show, ladies. Have a good night. I'll talk to y'all Stay safe, later,
1: guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.